Hello and welcome to the Moncast. A podcast where twice a week we watch Pokemon and Digimon in tandem and discuss the similarities and differences that they share. My name's Stevie. And I'm Sam. The score currently stands at 7-6 to Pokemon and this time we are watching episode 14, Departure for a New Continent and Electric Shock Showdown. first episode we are watching this time is Departure for a New Continent. A strange old man convinces the kids to travel to a new continent in order to work for him and defeat the evil they have over there. Since the digital world has no airlines, they are forced to make a boat in order to cross the ocean themselves. Suddenly, all the monsters of the weeks appear to help them make the boat. Well, it's more of a raft, and the kids set sail for their new adventure. Soon after, they are attacked and swallowed up by Waymon who is infected by a black gear. Once Ty destroys the gear, Waymon thanks them by offering them plot convenient travel across the ocean. He also goes to a convenience store under the sea because they need to do something else in this episode. So, did you like anything this episode? I've got a fair few likes. I like how Ty pronounces the word digi-egg in the review. He calls it a digi-egg. <laughs> I noticed that as well. And also, I noticed that Togemon spins when it releases Needle Spray in the title, and I'm pretty sure she never does that in the episode. Okay, that's weird. I'm going to keep my eye out if, if Togemon ever spins. I like how Jedi just employs the kids without giving them much of a choice. I didn't like Jedi very much. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not a massive fan of him. Oh, come to serve. It's, it's a place you can go. We have evil here too, come defeat it. And they're like, we just want to go home. This is going to be an ordeal for us. Oh no, come come across the ocean on a boat or wherever you can find around. Just come and do that, it'll be good for you. They start asking awkward questions as you're like, oh, oh no, sorry, I'm breaking up. Quick, hurry. <laughs> oh, ah, cut, it, cut, out, ah, no. I'm going through a tunnel. Jedi's just the worst. He doesn't answer any of their questions at all, even though he knows the answers to some of them and just decides to forget. He's just a selfish liar. Any of the likes? Things I like. I liked it when TK spoke up for once, because quite often TK is just put aside in the background, but for once he sort of led everyone towards server. He made this big decision and everyone else got won over to his, his decision and started saying, yeah, sure, we, I think it's a good idea. Maybe because the Digimon overruled the kids. <laughs> Digimon just like, we're going with TK. <laughs> and all of a sudden the kids have to go, basically. I think we know where server is. Server is in Italy. I saw the map and I was like, oh, that's, that's quite clearly Italy. It's got the weird shoe shape. So server's in Italy. And they're on Sicily? Maybe. Oh, geography. We've ended up in this strange world called Europe. I could see the digital world being Europe. What if they've actually just travelled back in time? It's like prehistoric. And there's just lots of creatures that we haven't dug up yet and found the fossils of. I'd be super happy if that happened. Now that's a dumb theory. Is it weird how Pepper Breath and Blue Blaster can cut down trees? No, it's perfectly normal. When they're fire and hotter fire. Don't question it. That whole scene was kind of weird because they cut down some logs and then suddenly everybody else appears and then they cut down logs. But the the raft's made of 10 logs. I counted because I'm sad. But they, they must have knocked down more than 10 trees. Well, they needed some wood to make the crates as well. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Crates that are way too small to contain two weeks worth of food. 
Joe's panicking because they have at most two weeks of food. Oh no, what are they going to do? It's uh, you could you could probably get there before two weeks. You can travel quite a distance in two weeks, especially if you have maybe Gomamon to evolve and and swim and push the raft if need be. But it's okay because plot convenient. Waymon appears. It's great. <laughs> Waymon is so convenient and just everywhere. <laughs> so oh, you need the tags. I know where those are hidden. Oh, I've destroyed your raft. I can give you a ride. <laughs> it, it was all weird. Any more like? I liked Poyoman. Yes. Poyoman's super cute. And apparently ready for action as well, according to Tentamon. Yeah, I absolutely love Poyoman. I'm actually a massive fan of the baby and in training Digimon. I really like their designs. I like little slime monsters and blob monsters. And I especially love Poyoman's sound that it does in Digimon World 1. That reminds me of that game so much. That one and Agumon's sound. Waymon is cool though. Yeah, Waymon's design's pretty cool. I like how he jumps out the water on his back, but then when you get Digimon Analyzer, he's back the right way up. Continuity errors. Hooray! There's so many things that are weird in this episode. Like, there's a point where he jumps out of the water and he glides for several seconds. Another thing I liked was that Dramodramon has a convenience store. Yes, a plot convenience store. That is the best thing you've ever said. <laughs> plot convenience store. I assume that's what it was for. It was just there so they can buy some plot. Any more likes before we get into the many dislikes that I have about this episode? And um, the last thing I like is that Palmon's poison ivy is just massive and really long. Yeah, they they grow into sort of big, big vines, bigger than Ty's arm. They're massive, even though they're fingers. Palmon's arms must be aching so much. But that's all my likes, and they're all very silly, really. Because there isn't that much actually good. So the first few minutes are, is purely just exposition and info dump. What do you mean the first few minutes with Jedi? Yeah, it's all, oh, this is the next thing you're going to do. You're going to go over here and do this thing. You need to go and get these things, which are mysteriously rare things that you have to get in order to do the next level of things. Go here and do this, and then they go to do it. Yeah, it's also got some questions with no answers thrown in for good measure, just to waste more time and confuse everyone. <sighs> it's such a time-wasty episode. Yeah, I've got in my notes that this episode feels really long, and I thought it was going to end as they left File Island. I assumed the amount of time had passed for it to be an episode, and then it kept going, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, this episode is just really long and really boring. It doesn't help that I've seen it a million times as well, because this is one of those I had on video. Is TK's Vogs act different in this episode? I don't know, because I never notice these things. TK sounds weird, and also today I noticed how annoying TK's hair is. TK's hair? The little tuft at the front, I don't get why it's there, and it seems very distracting. Yeah, I noticed the tuft, but I didn't. It didn't annoy me. It was just noticeable. I think I was just easier annoyed today because I was also annoyed by Izzy. What was wrong with Izzy this time? Trying to add smart chat into everything and having to be the super nerdy and scientific. Like, when there's a wave and then Ty says something like, it's got to be about 20 feet. And then Izzy's like 18.3 to be exact. It's like, shut up, Izzy. So much smart talk. You don't need it this episode. Izzy was too Izzy. Yeah, there was a lot of Izziness into it in this episode. It just felt weird. It felt like he was trying a bit too hard. Speaking of people knowing too much, a lot of the kids know names of Digimon that they've not encountered before. Yeah, like Vegemon and Elecmon. Kentarimon or Centarimon. So unless they've had a conversation off screen and explained who these Digimon are and what they look like, then... I mean, I could, I could see them doing that, but then 
would they 100% know who those Digimon are? It's feasible that they've had conversations about their individual adventures on the separate islands. But then, how does TK know what Dromojimon is, who none of them have encountered before? Before we get to Tentomon's Digimon analyzer, TK's there going, It's Dromojimon! TK's psychic now. It's divine intervention. You've missed the, the biggest part of this episode, which I think was amazing, which is the smoothly animated water. It's awful. It's blocks of colour, and they're dragging the cell of them on the raft around. It doesn't even look like water. It's just lots of semicircles of blue, and they just move those bits around. The water looked awful in this episode. It didn't look like water. I guess I've overlooked it because nostalgia blindness just makes me ignore the fact that it looks awful. I don't really know what to compare it to. The one in Pokemon that we had in the last episode, which looked pretty neat, and it looked like it moved, it, it sparkled in the sunset. I don't mind. I, I thought it was okay. Other things that we dislike. <sighs> yes, it's really tiring. We know already. <laughs> this episode's really odd. It doesn't follow any structure we've had before. Yeah, it just sort of, it's the in-between episode. Not that much happens. They add a few black gears for there to be a threat. Yeah, all that it really does is end the first arc and start the next one. So it's the setup and that it's boring sorts of information and just making sure they have the things they need for the next arc, which are the tags. Yeah, it's just a lot of information. And I felt the tags were acquired really quickly. He mentions them in that episode and then they go and then they casually mention it in the conversation and Waymon, the Digimon they just so happen to wander across across and save in the ocean goes, oh, I know where Devimon went and put these things. You should go look at that. It's it's really plot convenient. So they go to the plot convenience store to buy some plot and they get some plot, some discount plot. And they get a free ride to server. You get seven for the price of one for this plot. The convenience store's weird though. I reckon... The only reason it would be down there, since it seems it's a proper convenience store that Dromojimon's running, is that Devimon must have sunk it or something. Because I can't imagine anyone else having an underwater convenience store. Maybe it's for things like Divermon or something. I don't know. It's got to be for water Digimon that can also go on land, because it's on land underwater. It's not a very big clientele. Also, I was kind of expecting them to grab food or something whilst they were down there. Yeah, they should have done, because the crates were probably sunk to the bottom of the ocean they've lost their two weeks of food <laughs> i think that's it for me um apart from Dromogamon getting a bone from somewhere is that is that one of its moves i don't remember having a bone attack it just seems to have a bone and then it says an attack and then throws it let me check what it's called if it is actually a thing crush a bone it throws the bone it stole from Man. what since when does Man have a bone he doesn't it would have been better if it stole it from Ogamon or Mojimon. Maybe Gururumon stole the bone from Mojimon. I don't know, that's that's super confusing. Does Gururumon have a bone in any of its attacks? No, it doesn't. But it's a wolf, so it's a dog, and dogs have to have bones. Where does it get the bones, then? It digivolves with it. It digivolves with a bone, so it can play fetch with its owner. I have, like, one or two more things I disliked. First of all, they finally hit rock bottom with their pun game, because they've resorted to egg puns. That's just so low. That's the bit where Matt's talking to TK. Yeah, and TK says, exactly. Even I don't sink that low. But they do because they have to go to find a convenience store. Okay, and my last, last thing is Joe's very inconsistent about whether he thinks the black gears are gone or not. I thought he was okay with that. Oh no, first half of the episode he's like, we've got rid of all the black gears, there's none of them left. They've all disappeared now. And then all of a sudden, second half of the episode, he's like, are you sure that's the last one? Are you sure we've got them all? 
So it's completely changed his mind halfway through. And that's dumb. Because Joe's supposed to be smart. No, he's supposed to be reliable. Well, he should be giving reliable information. It should be consistent. Is he supposed to be the smart one? And to be smart, you have to use long words and have to know the exact size of a wave as it goes and hits you. Well, he's supposed to be going to medical school, so he's got to be pretty smart. He should be smarter than Izzy in some regards. He should be able to keep up with whether he believes the black gears have gone or not. I think that's all of my dislikes, apart from they had two full digivolutions because they were clearly just trying to buy time. Well, they had Ikakumon, and then they had Tentamon, but Tentamons were shorter. Not much shorter. Tentamon didn't need to digivolve. Ikakumon had it. <laughs> Ikakumon's was a full evolution, though. They cut out none of that footage. It was a whole 20, 30 seconds. It's a whole waste of time. <laughs> do you have a favourite thing? I do like that Devimon's influences are still there, even if Devimon's been defeated. At least they're consistent in that regard. It's not like they've automatically fixed everything. It's... Cool to see them still having to deal with the aftermath of Devimon and Devimon's influence. I'm pretty certain they have got all the Black Gears now, because they don't turn up on server. Yeah, there's Dark Network, but I don't think there's any more Black Gears anywhere. My favourite thing was Poyomon. Poyomon's adorable, it's a little ghost. It's jellyfish-type Digimon, apparently, but I think it looks like a tiny ghost. It is, like, translucent in Digimon world. It's also the Digimon that hatched in Digi Baby Boom. Yeah, that was the foreshadowing. It's the same egg and the same Digimon that pops out. Poyo, Poyo Man. It's adorable. I love it. I, do, I agree. I do like Poyo Man. I just like all of Patamon's Digivolution line, so I'm incredibly biased towards Patamon. <laughs> Final thoughts. This episode felt really long. Yeah, it was really long, really boring. It felt like the episode was done and got to a natural conclusion as they left File Island and said goodbye to everyone. It even had the ending music, the we've solved our problems and now we're doing the next thing music. And I was, I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's a nice little place they could leave it off. It would have been cool to see them finish the episode when they leave File Island. So you could see more time of them talking to the Digimon that they've saved and them being thanked for saving them and saving Fire Island and being told how Fire Island's returning to normal and then spent more time building a boat and then getting ready to leave in their concerns and then them leaving and then it just ending there I thought it would have been really good and then the next episode could have been an entire episode about being on the sea being attacked by things in the ocean Waymon appearing them solving Waymon's issues and then maybe going to the convenience store. I don't think they had the content to fill even this single episode so I think spreading out over two would have just made it worse. I feel like the crest, another tag sorry, I feel like they could have just had them with the crests in in wherever the crests are being hidden. Could have just had them buried under Jedi's hologram thing or something. They could have just written them out completely. I mean the, the crest itself could just be a, a tag and a crest together at once. They need a cool thing to hang around the neck. They need a cool thing to sell. Exactly. This episode's dull. Also, the little image of the crest that they use when it's showing the tag and the crest fitting in together is the Crest of Courage. So, Janai clearly knows that the Crest of Courage exists. Could have casually mentioned to them, you all have a crest and it all represents something that, a trait that you have and it will help you evolve to higher powers, but... He won't say that because he will never say any convenient and important things. He's not here to give useful information. He's here to just say, go this way. He's a signpost. A very annoying signpost. The second episode we are watching is Electric Shock Showdown. Ash and co. finally arrive in Vermilion City and take Pikachu to the Pokemon Center for some free food. While they wait, they see loads of KO'd Pokemon. 
sent from the gym, and Pikachu is reluctant to fight, but is convinced by Ash. The gym leader, Lieutenant Surge, sends out a Raichu and beats Pikachu pretty easily. Back at the Pokemon Center for a second time, Nurse Joy number 3 gives Ash a Thunderstone and gives Pikachu the chance to evolve, which he declines since he wants to prove he can win without evolving. With Team Rocket cheering from the sidelines, Pikachu outspeeds and outsmarts Raichu to defeat it fair and square, earning Ash his third badge, or his first badge depending on your outlook on his first two. His first actually won badge. His first proper badge that he's actually won the battle for, and not just tempted the gym leaders into following him round. Being given it because of friendship, or because he showed courage, or whatever. That's not how you win a badge. So, what did you like? It's been two weeks. They've been lost for two weeks. Those past seven episodes have apparently taken on average two days each, given a lot of walking. It's not as much as, like, earlier in the series where we had a whole week between two episodes when Metapod evolved. Well, if we think about the time that has been mentioned, when they go to the School of Hard Knocks, Ash mentions he's been travelling for two months so if we add this two weeks on top of that that means that he's been traveling for almost three months now if he's already been traveling for two weeks in school of hard knocks nah two months it was two months he's traveled wait two months but that (laughs) he's been traveling for two months up to episode nine and then he's only been traveling for two weeks apparently up to episode 14 i mean school of hard knocks was after the second gym which means that these times don't match up at all (laughs) No, they do not. It does seem to flit around a lot. The only way it would make sense is if the two months is referring to all the way back to the start of the series. And then it would sort of make sense. Maybe. <laughs> it's all over the place. I didn't split my notes this episode. I just wrote them as I went along. And the second note I've got is Pikachu looks how I feel right now. At the start, when he's all battered and bruised and lying on the floor. Oh, that's how I felt today. That's how I still feel a little bit. Are you hungry? No. No, but I am really sleepy. Are you going to decline the evolution now? I'm going to decline evolution. So that you can prove that you can win without it? Yes. For the honour of all Sam Kriegers across the globe. I thought that was so good. Like, this episode's really good, and it explores the concept of evolution, which is a core mechanic in Pokemon, and how maybe some Pokemon don't want to just evolve they like their identity as it is yeah i really liked it when pikachu got to make his own decision about evolving i can see some people just saying okay you've got to evolve now here take this evolve ash gave Pikachu that choice ash was pretty good in this episode he was i i feel like ash and pikachu have both changed a little bit in this episode Pikachu has this newfound determination to defeat what is essentially an upgraded version of himself. And Ash has finally had a a match where it's not being impeded by the dumb family or learning that this this gym leader has a family who he cares for and stuff. You don't learn much backstory about Lieutenant Surge. You go into a room with two adults and then Guile from Street Fighter's there. And then they fight. It's it's the most official match he's had. And I like how Raichu wipes the floor with him really easily. It's like one second. Then Pikachu gets up and then just gets wiped out again in that first battle. It was good that it was it was a proper battle and he was out of his depth. But then it was nice to see him being given this option. As in the episode with Brock, he was given the option of charging up Pikachu there with Watermill. And then in this episode, he's given the option of powering Pikachu through evolution, and then he refuses to. 
And then, well, Pikachu refuses to. I think it shows a bit more character development. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, there are a couple of things about Ash, but I'll get into them in dislikes. But back onto things we like. Team Rocket was amazing in this episode. Yes, I really like the fact that they just decided to cheer Pikachu on to win. They spent pretty much the entire episode on the other side of a window just watching, which which was really good because I liked the fact that they didn't intervene. And I said we just saw them observe and sort of work out whether they wanted to carry on chasing after Pikachu. It was good to see them not have to have that token Team Rocket attack where they just jump in and say the motto and then get blasted off. Yeah, instead of seeing them act, we got to see them think, which made a really good change. And I also really liked the reaction when Pikachu was saying how it didn't want to evolve. James and Meowth both start crying, and that made me tearful as well. <laughs> I have to admit that bit got me a little bit. I was on the verge of tears. My eyes got watery, definitely. <laughs> because it doesn't want to conform to the thing that Pokemon are known for. It doesn't want to evolve just to become stronger it feels confident enough in its own right that and it values its own strength enough to say you know what i don't need to evolve to defeat this thing i can find a way of defeating it but it is also the mascot pokemon so they can't evolve it at least i found a convincing way of getting around it which i honestly didn't know about any of this stuff before so i was always sort of confused about why pikachu was still pikachu a million seasons later but it makes more sense now they just need to explain why ash is still 10 a million seasons later Pikachu's electric shocks rejuvenate him and make him younger. That could be it. But that hug at the end, where he's just being shocked. And he's laughing whilst he gets electrocuted. Yeah, I guess it was just like static electricity. But if you get electrocuted, your body spasms in uncontrollable ways because your body works by sending electrical impulses. So when you get electrocuted, your body cramps up and you move in forced ways and you can't control it. But I don't suppose they'd want to end the episode with Pikachu electrocuting Ash and him falling to the floor laughing. Have you got any other things that you liked? Yes. Uh, Lieutenant Abs. <laughs> Lieutenant Surge. Lieutenant Abs. I prefer to call him Lieutenant Surge, the chin leader. The chin leader. He's not a gym leader, he's a chin leader. Have you seen the size of his chin? He is definitely the most intimidating of the gym leaders they've had so far. Because these trainers and gym leader are full-grown adults. Whereas Brock is a teenager, Misty's also a kid. And then to go from those two to an adult, it's it's kind of intimidating. But it's good. It, it's a good progression. I think they're all adults from now on. I liked Pikachu's attitude in this. He's not giving up and not wanting to lose the, the match because it's against the better version of himself. Yeah, I liked Pikachu keeping his personality still. Because like, since the first episode, we've not really seen him be that resistant towards Ash. But in this episode, he's made his own decisions or he's like being reluctant to go and fight at first because he's seen all of the other Pokemon that have come out of the gym that have been just destroyed. In a couple of episodes, Pikachu refuses to fight, which I think is really good. And it's good to see that turnaround where he's in this episode. He's that annoyed. He's like, yeah, OK, I don't want to fight. Let me add him. Raichu's adorable. Yeah, Raichu's cool. It's a really chubby orange mouse, and I love it. I do like Raichu's design. It, it definitely feels like an evolution, because it's it's taken the concept of a, an electric rodent and made it bigger. I think its tail is the coolest part. It's just a really long, thin tail with a lightning bolt on the end. I think that's it, apart from the fact that Ash definitely earns this gym badge, although they destroy the gym in the process. Okay, my last couple things. Team Rocket has the best series of puns ever. Just like, there's three sentences in a row where they get the puns absolutely on point. <laughs> I can't remember them all exactly now, but the last one was, 
you've definitely been punished because James and Jesse had just made puns about electricity or something. That string of puns was really good. It wasn't Digimon levels of bad. Um, and my last thing is that at the end, James just acknowledges that they've wasted the whole episode cheering on Ash and the team instead of trying to capture Pikachu. It was good, though. I'm glad they didn't blast off. If Team Rocket had gotten involved in the gym battle, I would have been pretty annoyed. I'm glad that they sort of kept to themselves and only really joined in to cheer on Pikachu because Pikachu's fighting for all Pikachu's last thing, actually. I like it when Misty just recognises Team Rocket through the disguises really easily. They almost automatically go into the motto even when they're in disguise. Team Rocket are just silly. It's heartwarming, though. In this episode, you can see they're starting to get feelings for Pikachu, at least. They understand that it's a powerful opponent, and seeing it being beaten, they're like, no, no, we, we like Pikachu. We want, we want to steal the Pikachu. Give us your Pikachu. Let's get on to things we don't like. This episode is really shaky, especially at the start. I never noticed stuff like that. I just noticed that there was a lot of scenes where the entire screen is shaking around a lot. It's the Diglets. You don't have to bring it up every time. <laughs> okay, I feel like one of my most important dislikes is the fact that Ash was going to punch Misty. I know, that was too far. I, okay, it was weird. And then he says she started it. It's like, okay, but you don't have to punch her. You don't punch people. At least Nurse Joy breaks them up. Mm, but then she implies romance between them. I'm like, no, don't do this. You don't need romance in there. Just because one's a boy and one's a girl doesn't mean they have to be romantically involved. And then they do that thing where they stand facing away each other and they're like, hmm, no, I don't like her. She's a girl. Nee. Uh, I'm glad that was swept under the rug. Primary school mentalities. All these kids are fighting Lieutenant Surge, but they all have one Pokemon, and there's one kid who has just a Pidgey. They're not prepared for the third gym. I mean, Ash is just about prepared for the third gym, but, but they have things like Rattata. Well, I guess there's nothing saying you have to take on the gyms in order, so they could be just foolishly going straight to this person if they live in Vermilion and it's the closest gym. Surely they would know that the guy owns a Raichu. I mean, the first kid going in there with an Oddish, so he wipes the floor with them. But then the second person goes in, the third person goes in. Surely they'd know by now. There was a Sandshrew there, which I thought would win because it's immune to electric attacks. But then it knows Mega Kick and Slam and stuff. So I thought it said Omega Kick, which isn't a move, but I, I probably misheard it. Well, I also heard Lieutenant Surge say Gunderbolt at one point. See, just making up moves now. I haven't got a lot of dislikes for this episode. It was really good. Well, Ash was being neglectful towards Pikachu at the start. They're basically starving. And then goes to a Pokemon Center and he's just like, would you feed my Pokemon for me? I have not fed them. I didn't know this was a thing. They do not do this in the game, so I haven't done it. Pokemon Center is just like a homeless shelter for Pokemon. It's weird that they have proper hospital beds for all the Pokemon as well. Could you imagine an Onyx in one of those hospital beds? Yes, just a pile of stones. These beds are either too big for the tiny Pokemon or too small for the massive Pokemon. Like The only humanoid Pokemon are like Hitmonchan, stuff like that. Why do they need proper human beds for these? Most of them are healed in Pokeballs anyway. Well, they couldn't show a, a line of Pokemon. They could have just done a queue for the main desk at the Pokemon Center. That would have worked. Yeah, that would have been good as well. Just a really long queue outside. That would have been good. Any more dislikes? The Pokedex names the mystery Pokemon from the last episode. It does? In the description of Raichu, it's like it can electrocute a Dragonite to knock it out. Oh, yeah. So apparently this mystery Pokemon that no one knows about 
is still known about by the Pokédex. It's not much of a mystery. So it basically just made the whole point of last episode even more pointless. It was a pointless episode, though. The mystery Pokémon that we actually already know about because the Pokédex uses it in the description of Raichu, but pretend that never happened. <laughs> Ignore it. Forget the last episode, it didn't happen. Favourite character slash thing? Team Rocket. Okay, I got Raichu. Team Rocket's so good in this episode. They were really good. It was nice to see them support Ash and, and Pikachu. I like it when they're just goofy and not in the way. They didn't have a crazy invention this time. What thoughts? I really like this episode. And me. It was so good. I had so few dislikes. I had to make some of them seem like dislikes, like the animation and whatever. It was so good. I like everything about this episode. It's It's a good episode. It's how a gym battle should be. You see that they trouble that other people have gone through against him, so you know he's going to be a tough, a tough opponent. Then Ash is out of his depth, Pikachu's out of his depth, and then and they're given this literally a plot convenient item that says, here, take this, it'll be stronger this time if you use this. And then they're like, no, no, we're good, we're good by ourselves, actually. No, thank you, I'm not going to permanently change my Pikachu just, just to be stronger. But Sam, he wants to be the very best, like no one ever was. So he's going to train Pikachu, so Pikachu loses weight every season until he's basically a stick. I think it's time to compare these episodes. Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we talk about the similarities and differences in these episodes. So let's start with our Monsters of the Week. My Monster of the Week is Waymon, because it's weird, and I don't understand how it works, and it has weird stomach acid. <laughs> Waymon's pretty cool, but... I've got to give it to Pikachu. Pikachu was the best this week. Pikachu was definitely the best of them. I assumed you were going to pick Pikachu there, so I wanted something different. We might be getting interference because there's like a proper lightning storm going on outside. Oh, I want that. It's very fitting for this electric episode. That's cool. Which episode do you think had the best storyline? Is it Pokemon? I think it's Pokemon. Yeah, it's got to be Pokemon. Digimon's was just really empty. It was, let's work out how to get from A to B and find some tags along the way. We need to give them something else to do. Uh, let's send them over there. And they need to get these things to do this stuff. And then they need to find some other things as well so they can go and do that. I don't think it was even that complicated. It, that, that was basically the plot. It was A to tags to B. They don't even get to B. They're getting to B next episode. <laughs> Just A to tags. That's it. <laughs> At least Pokemon have the whole failed attempt followed by the renewal of energy and the new desire to win and the new strategies that worked. Any similarities? They both had electric attacks. Kabuterimon's Electro Shocker, and then they had Thunder Shock and Thunderbolt in Pokemon. I've got that they both have a new mechanic shown in this episode. They're given like, a new item. They've got the Thunderstone, which basically forces evolution, and the Tag slash Crests, which also force evolution. Um, another thing I've got is that there was smashed windows in both of them, because the convenience store and the gym both got wrecked. Can we just say how ugly Lieutenant Surge's gym is on the outside? Uh, did we see it that much? You see the front, and it's got two thunderbolts and a cross above the door, like the, the, the size of the building. And then it's got weird bits of red and blue and stuff on it. It's a bit gaudy. Well, Lieutenant Surge isn't that pretty himself. With that chin. The chin leader. There aren't really that many similarities between them this time, because one of them was really good and one of them was really bad. And you can work out which was which. <laughs> Easily. So which one did you enjoy the most? Pokemon. Yeah, me too. It's definitely in the top three episodes of Pokemon we've had so far. Yeah, I also, I also felt like it was one of the best episodes we've had so far. It does feel like a good, solid episode. It, it also has a bit of character development, especially for Pikachu, and a little bit for Ash as well. It's a close second behind the Squirtle Squad for me. 
As if you like the Squirtle Squad that much. I did like the Squirtle Squad because the Squirtle Squad were the best. It's nice to see Ash having that slight bit of de- development where he is no longer out to catch the best of the best of the best and have the strongest ones possible. He's seeing what he's got and understanding that he can make them the best in his own way and in their own way. It showcases one of the great things about Ash, which is that he cares more about his Pokemon than he cares about winning. He cares more about them as, I want to say, creatures. He prioritizes his Pokemon's happiness more than winning battles or getting gym badges. He'd rather Pikachu was happy being a Pikachu than miserable being a Raichu that could beat the other Raichu. So yeah, Ash was pretty good apart from the almost punching Misty. Yeah, that was that was bad. Yep, so it's now 8-6 to Pokemon. Now it's time for something a little bit different, which is our montage. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for that title. Well done. Montage, get it? Because of a montage? Because it's, it's reviewing? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Good. Basically, we're going to talk about the art that we've just had, Digimon and Pokemon-wise, and talk about things we like and we don't like about them. Because a lot has happened in the past... How many episodes has it been now? 14? <laughs> 14, yes. 14 episodes. So we're going to spend a little time talking about things we like and we don't like and where our gangs are at the moment. So, what's the score so far, Stevie? From 14, not, it, not right now. Okay, from 14, it's currently 8-6 to Pokemon. 8-6, okay. Because we've got the score, that's actually the score, because we've done more episodes so far. We've done every episode up to now, which is 16 episodes. Yep. Yep, we're about to do episode 16, so we've got the score for the future, but also the, future, the score for the past. So, yep, the score is that. So Pokemon's winning at the moment. What has been your favourite episode of Digimon? Ooh, favourite episode of Digimon, I'm probably going to say Digibaby Boom. I've got to agree with you on that one, actually. Yeah, it's just, it stands out as a good episode amongst the rest of them, which were all pretty samey. There's not a lot of violence, there's a lot of talking and explanation of the world and stuff, which is good. A lot of exploration of TK's character, which you don't get in many episodes, Mm. because he's the child which stands in the background. Yeah, he does seem like quite a background character, or he's a tool for Matt's character development. Yeah. So it's fun to see him have a little bit of time to himself, and also Patamon, you get a bit of... thought process of how it's worried that it hasn't evolved yet and Patamon is of course the best so yes Patamon is the best <laughs> honestly I'm so this episode well this this watch through I've really got to appreciate Patamon it's got the best little character arc for of, of all the Digimon the others seem to have very little development apart from little moments that they have but Patamon seems to have quite a lot of development uh favorite pokemon episode this one's harder because there's quite a few that i've really liked it's it's honestly i think it's between this episode electric shock showdown and here comes the squirtle squad um i've got to say i like the electric shock showdown the best it's a good episode yeah it's a really good one it's hard because we've we're recording episode 16 in a minute and episode 16 has to be my favourite one. <laughs> but I can't say 16 because at the point, at the moment, 
on episode 12. We can't, it's, we haven't watched it, quote unquote. Ah, uh, but Electric Shock Showdown was just a really good episode. Mm, it, it explored like, all, a few things. All the characters. Like, um, Pikachu's not wanting to evolve and stuff, and, and the enemy's a good enemy because it's a Pikachu, but better. What were you going to say? Sorry, I, I got in the way. No, it's fine. I was going to say, it really just, all of the characters were on point in that episode. Hmm. Like, Pikachu was great. Team Rocket were great. Ash was great, apart from the punching Misty almost. So, really, it was just a great episode. It was the best. And there was no annoying side characters that popped up, because mm. Lieutenant Surge was fine. He was a decent character. And he's also an important character. It's a step. It's a thing he needs, Ash needs to do to progress his quest, which is to win the Pokemon League. That was good. Also, Team Rocket had a good little role in it, being um, there to support Pikachu and cheer Pikachu on, which I absolutely loved. Yeah, it was just all around a great episode of Pokemon. Mm. It's because it wasn't filler. Yes, it really wasn't. Okay, so least favourite episode of Digimon? Well, it's obviously got to be Togemon in Toy Town. <laughs> mm. How could it not be Togemon in Toy Town? That one was the worst. Yeah, I, I can't remember that episode. I actually cannot remember what happens. It was all about the Numemon. Uh, yeah, it was a bit of a weird episode. I, honestly, I can't... I, can't, I, I want to say more about it, but I can't remember off the top of my head, to be completely <laughs> honest. Mimi was... Remember. It was a Mimi-focused episode, but Mimi isn't much of a character in the dub. Mm. She's more just... She spouts jokes out of her mouth. That's all she's there for. So, Togwon in Toy Town really just was a bad episode. And dare I say it, least favourite episode of Pokemon? Ooh. <laughs> I think... <laughs> I think it's, it's... going to be episode 9. <laughs> really, you're going for the School of Hard Knocks? Not the path to the Pokemon League. <laughs> okay, I got it confused. I was talking about the path to the Pokemon League. Ah, well, that was eight. <laughs> we hate eight. The path to the Pokemon League. Yeah, it was it was bad. It was bad. Although, we have had feedback, which we will discuss at some point, um, regarding the episode. So well, You will discuss it alone. I will discuss it alone, but it's important that my feelings it's... have changed ever so slightly about that episode. Hmm. It's because you've been brought round to the right side where you believe that Ash is worse than AJ. Well, I feel like you can... Now, now that I've had people explain it to me a little bit, I could almost justify AJ's actions. Mm. I can see them being a, a thing, but... Yay, I win. <laughs> Wait, we can't do it. I can, we can't, because I need to talk about it in the in the feedback of that episode. So. Well, you'll be alone. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, you can know that I'm, I've changed my mind a little bit, so you do win. Yes. But to find out what my mind is changed to, you'll have to listen to that episode. They just changed to the opposite of what it was. You don't know what it could be. It could be that I think they're all the best people, and Ash is amazing in the episode, and he's completely justified. Which is a lie, because he's garbage. Uh... So... We are now on episode 14, and you're going to have to help me with this because we've recorded a lot of episodes and a lot of plot has happened. So, Digimon-wise, the gang has just departed for a new continent, as the episode's called Departure for a New Continent. 
They have defeated Devimon, all their Digimon can evolve to champion level. And they've learned that they need to go and find these tags and crests. Meanwhile, in Pokemon, Ash has just defeated Lieutenant Surge. Yep. So he's got three badges now. Two of which he earned through basically them being given to him for no reason. He earned one of those badges out of the three. Yeah. He only actually won one of the gym battles. Yeah. And he's... That's a third. Almost a... Is it a third? Almost halfway through getting all the gym badges. Mm. He has got six Pokemon now. He has got Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, because he should have the starters because he's a protagonist. He gets all of them. He's got a Pikachu, obviously. He's got Butterfree, who is the best, and Pidgeotto. And he's also gained two companions. Brock and Misty. Um, yep. So, any thoughts on comparing the two groups' progresses? I think Digimon's probably made more progress because they basically completed an entire arc and are now moving on to a whole new arc, whereas Pokemon's still in the gym leader's phase. Mm. But on, <laughs> it's hard to compare them because the end goals are so different. Okay, um, so whose progress have you enjoyed the most? I've probably enjoyed Pokemon's progress more. Because in general, it's just been more fun to watch. It's been a lot more varied. Yeah. Granted, it has followed similar structures a lot of the episodes, but so it's what Digimon. happens in those episodes is a lot more different than in Digimon, where every single episode, pretty much, it's been one of the um, kids' Digimon evolves to champion. Yeah, the Digimon arc has basically been half of it was they were all Digivolving, and then the other half of it was they were all getting back to the centre. And then there was the last episode, which was the only different one. Mm. And the only other way, you might count the first episode as a different one, but that one was really bad. So I don't think Digimon overall has been very repetitive. It's, not, it's a bit dull, mm. like too predictable. I do agree that I've, I've definitely enjoyed Pokemon's adventure a lot more than Digimon's adventure. So... Uh, let us know what you think. Which one of you enjoyed the most? What's been your favourite episode and your least favourite episode? Where can they find us, Stevie? Because I don't know it off the top of my head. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher and SoundCloud. And if you like to leave us an iTunes review, that would be great as well. I'm now looking for the social bit because I'm just... Oh, you can find that. us. You can email us at themoncastpodcast at gmail.com. Got that yeah. one. And we're also on With The Will Forums... And we're also on Tumblr and Twitter. Just search for the Moncast. And Facebook. And Facebook as well. <laughs> yeah, Facebook we're everywhere. Too. Join us again next time where we'll be watching episode 15. But it won't just be us watching episode 15, will it? Yeah, we have a special guest in the next episode. We'll be joined by Sam's cat. Yes, my cat will be here. My cat will be here to watch some episodes. Next time we're going to be watching The Dark Network of Etamon and A Battle Aboard the St. Anne. You can subscribe to the Moncast on SoundCloud, Stitcher and iTunes. And if you'd like to leave an iTunes or Stitcher review, we'd be really grateful. You can find our social media on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr and With The Will forums if you search for The Moncast. Or you can email us at themoncastpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to contact us if you want anything mentioned on the show and we'll cover it in the next Admonestration segment. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.
mean, the first person kid going in there with an oddish and then getting the floor, well, getting wiped with um, the thing about being wiped, having the floor wiped with them or something like that. <laughs> metaphor. I don't know. My brain can't metaphor. 